drives that box truck 50 hours a week She don't paint anymore She misses it for sure But who's got the time? And that day she got her money cosmic country at me a lot yeah and uh i get that yeah and that's like you know graham parsons like cosmic american thing but i don't know i'm like i feel like i try to write about things that are like every day you know like more than i guess cosmic can be like a broader metaphorical thing but well before we go on we are here with dougie pool and your classic country with some modern vibes but like you're just saying right now like you don't really like to mince words and you like to think of yourself as just yeah. country yeah it's just easier for me but you know i'm i'm open to the labels it doesn't make <laughs> label me <laughs> <laughs> label me yeah no i don't but a cosmic country i don't think i've really heard of that yeah i think it's just like people it's like sort of trendy right now you know like people doing kind of spacey sh- pedal steel guitar shit and all that but um yeah yeah it's cool i'm into it i like a lot of the music that falls under that umbrella so what's new musically for you i've been working on a record um i was working on it right up until i left here um with some some my neighbors basically in new york um yeah and you're a country from new york yeah that's you know yeah that's a little different yeah well i don't know my parents like I guess we listen to a lot of like folk music and stuff in the yeah. house, and so country is like a pretty small step from that. Even though it's not like culturally around, it um, or you know, you know what? I mean, I think my big thing is like I like telling stories. You mm. know, like I used to write short stories. Yeah. And so I think country music is sort of just the first thing that felt accessible to me, and also like um, you know, I listen to a lot of the things. I always listen to, you know, some country music and it's just a, it's a nice way to like a natural bridge. Yeah. That, right? And it like, uh, it's an easy medium for telling yeah. a story, you know, it's like, you don't have to, it's kind of like, there's a lot of freedom and, um, and like picking, it's <laughs> like picking yeah. a genre, you know, yeah. because then genres have all these rules and then you can just sort of like break whichever ones you want to break. Well, back to the thing that you're talking about uh, about recording a new thing. How's how's that going? Uh, It's going good. You know, it's always kind of a stressful process for me. Mm -hmm. The last one we did, we did a lot of it in the studio, and then 
And then I like went home and did a lot of overdub stuff. Yeah. But this one, we went to my friend's house. She's from Maryland. Um, and we went to her house and just like set up some mics for a few days. Nice. And so hopefully it'll have like a bit more of an, a natural sound on this record than natural the, uh, warmth. Yeah. Natural warmth, natural, like not everything is tight and digital, you know, mm. as the last one. What is it? Was this house like kind of like out in the out in the boonies? Out like no, out, not really. It's there. like uh, it was in a peninsula on the Chesapeake Bay, just kind of like where she grew up. It's in a town called Pasadena. Still sounds kind of isolated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a sounds suburb. Good. You know, cool, it, was, cool. it was perfect. It was perfect. I I kind of never want to make a record another way. You know, I get real stressed <laughs> out in a studio. It's like expensive. The clock's ticking. But this was nice. We just like shacked up for a few days house vibes huh house vibes yeah how's the tour so far the tour has been great you know we're just this is our fourth night um you know i think we're still getting into our groove mm -hmm. uh musically <laughs> logistically you know just kind of yeah getting in the groove of sleeping sleeping on mats and floors and stuff so far, we haven't stayed in a hotel. We've uh, we've relied on the kindness of strangers, which has been incredible. Yeah, um, that's cool. Really thankful and humbling to like. Just, I mean, one of my favorite things about touring is like going around, meeting people, meeting local bands, um, like trying out their favorite food, you mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. Yeah, and that uh, we we're a three band touring party right now. Uh, it's me, Paul Cherry, and um, this band called Valley Palace. And so, like, sometimes, sometimes not. Like, usually when you tour, it's, like, two bands touring, right? The headliner, yeah. direct support, and then you get a lot of local support in town. And I think on this tour, we have some local support and then some some shows where it's just us. And I like meeting people in towns, you know, like, talking to them, um, making, making new friends. Uh, where was the last show? The last show was in Arizona. Cool. Yeah, we had a great host, played a great set with a local band. Um, Phoenix. It was in Phoenix. What was the venue? The venue was called Rebel Lounge. Cool. You it been sounds there? cool. No, it sounds <laughs> cool as fuck. Yeah, it was cool. I've never <laughs> been there. This is my first time in uh, in um, in Phoenix and Arizona. This is my first time in El Paso. I've been to Texas before, but I love the Southwest. It's beautiful. It is. And tonight you're here at Love Buzz. Yeah, Love Buzz. Um, your most recent single is called Cancun Christmas Morning. Oh yeah, that's um, it's a post Christmas drinking song. Yeah, totally. And you totally call tequila your fr your old friend in it throughout. Yeah. It. Um, what's your favorite kind of tequila? My favorite kind of tequila. Oh shit, that's a great question. Um, I mean, I kind of bounce around. I, I like. I don't. I'm trying to think. Like, what's the fanciest, nicest stuff I've had? Like. I really like Himador. Um I don't know. I like a I like a Blanco tequila. I don't like too much like I don't like it too sweet or anything. I just like the taste of the taste of the liquor. I don't know. It's good. It's funny that that tune I like um <laughs> I sent to my friend and I was like, there's this like kind of cute, funny Christmas song I wrote and he's like Are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay, dude? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I take a few months off I drinking think for a every songwriter <laughs> I think every songwriter eventually um eventually writes a Christmas song. You know. And yep, you know <laughs> it's funny, I'm Jewish too. Oh, that's yeah. even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm half Jewish, half Christian yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian. But like Yeah, it's kinda like 
Well, I think what I was kind of going for on that tune was like, there's these like tropes, you know, there's like cheating yeah. songs, drinking songs, like two-step songs, that kind of stuff. But uh, country singers, a lot of them do, a lot of them have like a Christmas song. A lot of them have like a tequila song, you know, yeah. that's like kind of a, a tequila drinking song. It's yeah. like a specific type of country song. And so I kind of wanted to put them, put them together, nice. you know. It's funny because like I saw the release date of that song and it was like during Thanksgiving time, and then you you called it a post Christmas song and it was yeah, like, well, it's interesting. Release. I call it post. I think I think the label called it po like post Christmas just because the song itself takes place after yeah after Christmas, Christmas. like a yes. Christmas party. You know, it's a tricky thing. One one thing I'm learning, I'm just I'm just on my second record, but you know, there's like and I think specifically during the pandemic. There's like crazy lead times that people need to like release music. There's like a whole supply chain that yeah. happens. And so like, yeah, to get people listening to it, hopefully by Christmas, you got to put it on Thanksgiving. You know, it's like how in a drugstore, it's like after Christmas, it's like they got Valentine's Day shit. No and shit. Already right? like the day after Christmas. You got to be very timely. Yeah. Yeah. Your most recent album, uh, it's a nine tracker. Um, the Freelancers Blues. Yeah. And it's your second full length. Second full length. And yeah. you released that in June 2020. Yep. Uh, why that title, The Freelancer's Blues? Um, well, um, I had, and still do actually, uh, to that point, been working as a freelancer. A lot of my friends work as freelancers in New York. You know, if you're trying to be an artist in New York, unless you hit it really big right away, you got to hold down a couple of, couple other jobs. jobs. If you want to have time to, time to do your art and your work, you know, there, it's a it's a tough balance to strike. You know, it's a real fast moving city. Is that um, what inspired the entire album? Well, there's that, and then there's kind of like taking because like freelancing is like you're working with a company, but you're not like an employee, and so like also they don't give a shit about you, man. Yeah, and like taking that <laughs> metaphorically, it's like because you can be a like a freelance dater or like spiritually a freelancer, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt like. I guess in that time, sorry, there's a cat on the roof. There. Okay, I felt, I felt a presence. <laughs> uh, you know, I think I think around that time I was just bouncing bouncing around through a lot of stuff, just feeling like it's passing through things, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's sort of the experience of being a freelancer. So just kind of applying that to other aspects of life. Which tracks are you proudest of? I really like vaping on the job because. It's a story, but it's got a hook, and it's a complete story. You know, it, it's like it, it follows three different characters over three different verses, and joins them with a with a hook. You know, um, I felt pretty proud about that. I also just like, um, you know, it's about something that's important to me. You know, mm -hmm. like people in my life. Uh, you know, I think it felt like that was something that people in my life were grappling with and are grappling with. And um, it felt it felt like I had an opportunity to, like, put it into words in a way that felt complete and whole and resonated with folks a bit. You know? Yeah. And so, like you said, the country has tropes and like one of those tropes is like that this job sucks. Um, yeah, driving. There's a lot of driving in that song. There's bars in that song, you yeah. know. So yeah, I feel uh, I feel real proud of that one. Just as slice of life. Type yeah, stuff. totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I try to write about the people in my life and like 
the stories, they're not all always about me, but it's usually, you know, mashups of people that I know, people that I care about, you know. Is there another track that comes to mind, too? Uh, let's see, one that I really like. Um, I have a fondness for this tune, Claire. It's just mm -hmm. a love song that I wrote for somebody. Yeah. And we, like, I don't know, it didn't work out between us, and I took it pretty rough, but, you know, I got a cool song out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes like working on music and songwriting can be healing like in an indirect way, you know, like the practice of it can as a whole be something that bring you to a new place or a new state of mind or something. But that, that one was like a real, <laughs> real yeah. simple, like, Oh fuck, I'm fucked up right now. Like I got to do something. Okay. I'll write a song. I'll, and, I'll put somehow. Yeah. Like that, that's a real, a real classic. Like, um, there's this song I like, um, uh, by Keith Whiteley, he's yeah. a country singer. Um, it's called "I'm Gonna Hurt Her on the Radio," and obviously, don't want to hurt anybody. But it's like, take take the pieces of this broken heart, watch them climb the country music charts. You know, <laughs> and I'm not on the yeah, charts yeah. or anything, but it was like, you know, took took something and made it, took a feeling and made it into something else. Do something with that energy, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. You've already mentioned it, but like, there's some humor in your songs. The song title, like, um, these drugs aren't working. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, that track also has some like outlaw country vibes. Like, did totally. you grow up listening to that type of yeah, outlaw I country? Mean, so, I, um, I always liked, you know, Willie and Waylon and stuff. Yeah. Um, I didn't get it at quite as deep into it until I got a bit older, but, um, yeah, because the song title, like, these drugs aren't working, like, that's, <laughs> that's hardcore, you know? Like, yeah. That makes you want to listen to that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, that that's a real feeling I've had. Um, that's something that I struggle with a bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the humor, I think, is an important part of it. And it's like, a it's a pretty important part of country music, I think. It's like, it's a gateway into to stronger emotions, you yeah. know? Like, like, before I can before something can make me cry it's got to make me laugh you know or something like that like it's kind of like it's disarming and then it sort of makes way for something stronger it's like if you if you come straight out with like i don't know whatever the saddest thing you can think of yeah it's just like you kind of gotta like ease people into it or whatever you know or that that's what i'm thinking and that's kind of i mean that's also just like what i like mm -hmm. in music i like to have conflicting emotions in a song, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like, I think that's, that's important to me. Um, it's like, I shouldn't be giggling at some of this, but, but you should, you know, like, but also like, I think country's so good at that too, because yeah. like, it's okay to laugh at yourself, mm. you know? And sometimes that's like the, the most cathartic, powerful thing you can do. And when you're really sad or something is, you know, just like, La laugh at yourself mm. a little bit and and then it's not so bad cut the tension yeah well you mentioned that you grew up listening to country via your family but what made you start playing country so i think um, i read in a bio somewhere that you didn't start as didn't start no as i a played country guy. you know i played I, w I was in rhode island for a long time and the music scene mm. there is real different it's like kind of a lot more aggressive music like heavier stuff um, and I think that that kind of music appealed to me a lot more when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I still, there's a soft spot 
I got for it. But um, I think basically I just just kind of it was like figuring out what I'm good at. Mm. And I think I found out that what I'm good at is like singing over music that's not too loud yeah. and like <laughs> yeah. and like writing words that that are hopefully meaningful, you know, and like I don't. I might not bring like the craziest energy or like spectacle, but um, you know, I kind of I found some things that I'm good at, and that's, hey, that's a like solid it. voice, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what was your aha moment? You know, your, your first full length th- was in when 2016. 2016. You know, there's a very specific aha moment mm-hmm. that I had. I mean, I think you know. It's a series of moments that brings you to but I was um let's see I was listening to I've been listening to like you know some kind of like Elvis with the Jordan Air some like older country stuff like a few George Jones had like oh, cool made his way into my radar a little bit through yeah. like TV shows and yeah. stuff and I was just like oh yeah like I remember I love this stuff and like I love a story and then I was at this club in New York called Baby's All Right, and someone was, like, DJing, like, between sets. I don't even remember which show it was at. Someone was DJing between sets, and they put on this country song called... It's actually a cover of an Elvis song called Don't Be Cruel Mm. by an artist called Billy Swan. And it's, like, technically it's country music, Mm -hmm. but, um, like, it was produced in Nashville, sung by Elvis, you know, acoustic guitars, all that. But it was just, like... Uh, it's just like the most far out sounding tune, you know, like, and I was just like, oh, if this can be country, then I can make yeah. something that's country too. And it doesn't have to be exactly what I've always thought of as country. Yeah. Cause know? for the folks out there listening, um, your, your tracks also have like a little touch of synthesizer and a little synthesizer, flourishes, yeah, try to know? try to. Yeah, try to explore a little yeah. bit with the sounds, you know. And I think, yeah, that Billy Swan song. And actually, one of the first songs I, well, country songs I wrote is like, I want to call it a direct rip off. And you know, country music, you know, it's all the same, like three or four chords anyway. But uh, <laughs> it was just like an exercise, you know. I was just like, fuck, I love that song. I love the way it sounds. I'm gonna yeah. try to make something that sounds like that fuck and yeah. feels like that. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. For those of you listening, we're on location on Love Buzz. You might hear people chattering in the background. Yeah, you can hear the kick drum, probably. Uh, you could probably hear the kick drum from Paul Cherry's band. Yeah, a little um, saxophone. What's the next stop? The next stop is San Antonio. Cool. Um, How long is this t- tour going to be? We're touring until early April. Cool. Yeah, so we start in L.A., looping down through here, mm-hmm. going across Texas, up through the southeast. Wow. Uh, up the Atlantic coast around canada montreal toronto down through the midwest back to canada or sorry back to uh back to the west coast coming down the west coast so san antonio san antonio is the next spot and are you guys gonna hit south by southwest by any chance we're not hitting south by southwest this year no you know i um i was supposed to go the year of the pandemic which is the Mm -hmm. year my record was coming out but obviously the pandemic happened we were thinking about doing south by southwest but then um paul reached out with this tour offer and so we decided, you know, we could do like a week of shows or we could do like six weeks of shows. And we just did six. What's something you absolutely need on tour? I'm still figuring that out. You know, I mean, I like an essential that like you need it if you're going out there. 
I mean, obviously, toothbrush, toothpaste, sleeping bag, you know, like that's that's basic stuff. I mean, I think a band of people that I can that I can like really relax with that um and that that's been the case so far. We got some new people in my band, but they've been terrific. It's a good band. Great uh, band. Yeah, thanks. Um yeah, they're they're great. And um I I would say back to sort of what we were talking about before. I think like really genuinely and it's cheesy but it's like the kindness of strangers you know just like people like that's that's, beautiful yeah no you really can't do it without it or like i don't know there's no way we'd be able to make this work if people didn't like offer up their time and space for us to to be able to do it so i think there's that and also just food i love food (laughs) so so like I like, um, you know, I mean, the classic tour thing is like you go to all like eat McDonald's the whole time or whatever. But I think like we we make a little bit of an extra effort to like, what's you know, the local, go to like, the local yeah, spot, a local spot yeah. go to people's favorite restaurants and stuff. Like, I don't know. I, lo- I love that. Um, and there's some stuff like, you know, we're, we live in New York, so we get a wide variety of food. But there's some stuff that you just like you can't get it right up there. Like. <laughs> Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, you know, like we had, we had like real barbacoa in, mm. uh, in San Diego and it was just like, you can't get that Texas barbecue, you know, mm. like we can't get that. Like, like, like mesquite brisket stuff. There's nowhere you can get that where we're from. So like, it's always such a treat. It's in to the wood at. and in the fire, in the fire, it's in the, wood, in it's the, in the water. Fire. It's like you need in the water, like, like. I feel like you need space, yeah. you know, like you got to have like the whole yard with like all the stuff going and there's no space for that in New York. It's like, um, so yeah, I, I love, I love doing that. All the different, also like you get Carolina barbecue, you get <laughs> Kansas city barbecue. I love, we love barbecue. All the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're almost done. Any advice for musicians out there? Um, don't stop. Treat people, treat people right. Pay your band. Um, pay the people who work you work with uh, what you would want to be paid. You know, it's like it can be really easy because there's not a lot of money in music to make it feel like a competition or like you got a like a zero something. But um, you know, just uh, yeah, treating people right. You know, where can folks find your music? Uh, I'm, I got I got Bandcamp. I'm on all the streaming services, mm-hmm. but um, you know, the best place for always for musicians. Um, the streaming services don't pay out too well, but the band can't like buy music Bandcamp. on Bandcamp. Bandcamp, yeah. Bandcamp, Bandcamp. Yeah. If you want to support your homies, support their Bandcamp. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, social media. Social media. Uh, Dougie Pool at Twitter. Dougie Pool on Instagram. All that stuff. Just type in your name. Yeah. yeah Search them pop up. up. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? I'd just uh, like to thank you for taking the time to talk to me. You know, really appreciate Really appreciate it. Um yeah, I'm having a great time. We're on location, to you, just to <laughs> remind everybody. Um, thank you for being on the show. Dude, thank you so much. And for thank me. you, Love Buzz. Yeah, thank you, Love Buzz. Bye, everybody. Bye. How simple
stand in the rain And I know that it's wrong But I just gotta say 